Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Science Pals, it's Grace. Welcome back to this week's Snappy Science. Have you guys actually ever wasted hours playing the Candy Crush Saga? Well, you're not alone. I have too. And since its 2012 release, it has been one of the most popular games on Facebook and on mobile devices. So the application was downloaded more than 106 million times in the first half of 2023, making it the second most downloaded game app during that period. You know, after Subway Surfer, of course. Duh. But Candy Crush, you guys. Now, you might be like, Grace, what does this actually have to do with science? Well, the principle of the game is simple. On a grid covered with various colored candies, you try to form horizontal and vertical chains of at least three identical ones by swapping neighboring candies with each other. Once such a chain is formed, the candy in it fizzles out and the others from above move down. It's kind of like Tetris and tic-tac-toe. So there's different levels to the game that have different objectives. So for example, one goal is to form at least a minimum number of chains using only a maximum number of swaps. So in part, because of its simplicity, the game enjoys great popularity, perhaps a little too popular. Candy Crush has actually been criticized for having a high addiction potential and maybe not just for its players. In some ways, at least for mathematicians, looking at Candy Crush as a math problem can be as addictive as playing it. That's right. Mathematicians are addicted to solving the math problem of Candy Crush. But unlike most other fans, they don't try to master the game as best they can. Instead, they try to understand how complex Candy Crush is from a mathematical perspective. Can you imagine looking at a game and being like, hmm, mathematically, I wonder how this works. Actually, I do that all the time, so I do understand. (laughs) So in other words, how difficult is it for a computer to form a certain number of three candy chains if the machine is given a set of maximum numbers of candy swaps? To determine a game's complexity, you need to know whether a proposed solution can be quickly checked. For example, if you're presented with a completed Sudoku puzzle, you can confirm whether the solution is correct without much effort. So if a computer's computation time for checking the solution increases only polynomially with the size of the task, then the problem belongs to a non-deterministic, what word, polynomial time or an NP class. And this is a category that describes the complexity of certain mathematical problems. This is also the case with Candy Crush. By tracing the various swaps that supposedly create a candy chain step-by-step, you can quickly decide whether the displayed result, like the number of candy chains that were annihilated, is true. Okay, so you know how we've talked a lot about coding lately? This is all basically coding and mathematics working together to figure out how Candy Crush works and if levels are beatable. Here's how this works. So when a player makes a particular swap, 
they create that as a variable and each swap changes the playing field. So in addition, it can create a three candy chain that immediately disappears, allowing other candies to move down the board. And if they've made as many swaps as the corresponding problem has variables, they can tell from the remaining candies on the board whether it's associated with that three chain swap at all. So for example, if the square in the third row in the second column contain a yellow lemon drop after all swaps that correspond to that statement, they would be considered true. They distributed the candy on the playing field in advance in such a way that the yellow lemon drops only land in the field in the minimum number of three candy chains that has been formed. And the candy crush task has been successfully solved. I know this sounds like a lot of hoop flaw, but basically they're using coding and math to solve Candy Crush. <laughs> but this allowed scientists to prove in March of 2014 that Candy Crush is an NP hard and thus complicated from a mathematical perspective. That may be reassuring for you if you fail at another Candy Crush level. So if you're failing at Candy Crush, just remember this is a very complicated mathematical problem and don't be too upset about it. But the complexity also has its appeal. The trait is part of what makes this game so addictive. If it were easy to solve as tic-tac-toe, for instance, it wouldn't be nearly as engaging for us to keep playing. So remember, next time you're failing at a level in Candy Crush, it's a really complicated mathematical problem. So you just got to try again and eventually you'll get to the solution. So next time someone busts you for playing Candy Crush and is like, what are you doing? Why are you playing that game? You can just tell them that you're solving math problems <laughs> and then no one can be mad at you about it. All right, science pals, that is my snappy science for the week. How Candy Crush has become a mathematics dream in solving equations, problems, and coding. Remember, there's always so much more that goes on behind the scenes than you and I even realize in these games. So I'll see you guys on Monday for another Random Theory Podcast with Josh. Until then, stay curious and try to beat Candy Crush. Bye! At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.